This is Nova Church Halifax, where we love God and love people. Tune in as Pastor Mike Miller teaches from God's Word and how we can have a Nova life, a new life. If you have your Bible today, and if you're on the website, you're going to be able to see that you can access the Bible app even as you view. If you have your Bible today, I want you to turn to Joshua chapter 1. We're going to start reading in verse 1. And uh, believe that you're going to be encouraged today, that you're going to leave here more in love with Jesus, and that God's going to speak to you today. So Joshua chapter 1, I'm going to start reading in verse 1. Joshua is a transitional book. Uh, God had delivered through Moses uh, his people who were slaves for over 300 years in Egypt. He had delivered them through Moses in the first few books of the Bible, had delivered them. And now they're getting ready to walk into a place called the Promised Land, which is simply a land of their own. They were slaves. They had no rights, no ownership, no possessions. And he said, there's a place where you can have your own land. You can raise your family. You can worship me. And I'm promising you there's a place for you. That's why it's called the Promised Land. And the book of Joshua uh, is a transitional book from a place of slavery to a place of promise. We're going to start reading in verse 1. It says, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, and said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you, as I promised Moses, wherever you set foot, beyond land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south of the Lebanon mountains, to the north, to the Euphrates rivers, to the east, to the Mediterranean Sea, in the west, including the land of the Hittites, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you, and I will not abandon you. Oh, this is good right here. This is good. It says, be strong and courageous. For you, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I have sworn to their ancestors, that I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions that Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left, to the left, to a box, to the left. Okay, that's my own interpretation there. Uh, And then you'll be successful in everything you do. Study the book of instruction continually. I love this in verse nine. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. For the third time, it must be important. God's making a point. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Today, for the next few minutes, we just want to encourage you. If you're taking notes, there's notes on the app, uh, on on the website, if you're streaming through there. If you're taking notes today, uh, but more importantly, I want this thought to go from your head, and I want to settle into your spirit in this climate, in this week, on this topic, trust issues. Trust issues issues. I want to encourage you today. Come on, let's pray. God, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for everyone tuning in all over the world. God, our goal today, Father God, is to focus on you. We love you so much. Jesus, thank you that you've saved us, that you're helping us, and that you're with us. Thank you that you want to give us strength and courage today. Our goal today, Father God, is that we'd leave here more in love with you, more like you, and more passionate about your plan for our lives. God, I pray that you would strengthen everyone today that is watching online. I pray you'd strengthen their finances, their families, their relationships. I pray their mental state. God, we love you and thank you that you're with us. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Uh, I want to admit, and I I say it often, that I have trust issues. 
I do. And I know I'm not the only one watching this. Come on. Uh, what is with toilet paper? Uh, toilet paper is gone. Sanitizer is gold right now. Uh, people do not trust the climate we're in. But I realize more than the average person, I actually have trust issues. You know when people say, uh, like your kids will walk up to you and like, close your eyes and put out your hands. I'm like, nope, not doing it. Why? Because I have trust issues. I think I'm probably the only person I know that when I'm home alone, and I'm showering. I lock the bathroom door, even though I'm home alone. Why? Because I have trust issues. <laughs> Maybe you have trust issues today. You know what I don't like? I don't like team building events. You know, these businesses and people get together and they do team building and they do trust uh, building and trust falls. You know trust falls? They get you on a stage or on a box and they get your team around you and they say, close your eyes and just fall back into the arms of your teams. Nope, not going to happen. Not doing it, Karen. I don't care what you say, Karen. Not falling back into your arms. Why? Because I have trust issues. People say, you don't trust my heart. No, I trust your heart. I don't trust your skinny arms and your ADHD. Lose focus. I have some trust issues. Maybe you're like me. Even in this climate, you're going, I don't know if I trust what the government's saying. I don't know if they're reporting everything. I don't know if I can trust that my employer is going to look after me. I don't know if I trust that our medical system can keep up in this season. Today, I want to talk to you about the issue of trust. Trust is everything in a relationship. Trust is the core of a relationship. It has to be, the, if you don't have trust in a relationship, you can't build off of this. In the Bible today, the passage we read, God wants us to know that of all that's going on, and no matter what transition and season you are in, you can trust him. I know there's people who's watching this that maybe you don't have a faith, you don't have a, you don't have a, a, a place where you've started your faith journey. And God, you may feel like is this judge in the sky or maybe it's this abstract concept. I want you to know today that God loves you. God is not angry at you. And God wants us to know today, church, that we can trust him. I want to read Proverbs chapter 3 in the New King James. It says in verse 5, it says this. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. I love that that God wants to direct your path. We're all looking for direction. Whether you're a teenager, young adult, maybe you're starting your family, maybe you're in your 30s and your career is thriving, maybe you're navigating empty nest or even retirement. But in no matter what direction you need, the Bible says if you acknowledge him and trust him, he will direct your paths. I believe we can have direction today. I don't think we need to flounder in this season. We don't need to be aimless. I believe our purpose is set. Our direction is secure. God is with us. And if we acknowledge him, he will direct our paths. The book of Joshua, what we have here is the greatest next step at this point in history. These people, God's people, were had a slave mentality. They were, that was their culture. And God is transitioning them from what they knew into what he had promised. In fact, the, the name Joshua means God saves. The book of Joshua means God saves. And in this climate of transition, they had an opportunity now. They were distracted for a while. They were delayed. They wandered the desert. They failed that test and they were, they were wandering and they were distracted and delayed. But God said, I love you so much, you will not be denied. In this time of transition, I want you to know you can trust me. I love how God starts this next phase of this book. He starts the whole book off, and he starts in verse 2, and he says, Moses is dead. Move on. 
I love that. He doesn't, he doesn't uh, just ease into it. He doesn't try to uh, kind of talk. He just starts with, hey, Joshua. He said, Moses is dead. Move on. Now, it doesn't say this in the Bible, but basically God killed Moses. <laughs> you can read the text. I love this. It says, God, in the previous book, it says, God and Moses went for a walk. And then only God came back. And then he said, by the way, Moses is dead, move on. See, this is why we don't go for hikes, people. This is why I'm not an outdoors person. This is why I don't believe in hiking and nature. Listen, how many know from then on, God's people were like, if God says go for a walk, I'm bringing a witness and a friend. God and Moses go for a walk, and then God comes back, and there's always a Karen in the group. Karen's like, I have questions. God's like, shh, Karen, doesn't matter. Moses is dead, move on. That's how he starts his transition. You know, what's amazing in this text and in this culture, Moses actually represented trust. They were so used to following Moses. If you read Deuteronomy in the books before that, the people didn't know God for themselves. They followed Moses. If Moses said stop, they stopped. If, Mo if Moses says walk, they walked. He got them water. He got them provision. And Moses really equaled a symbol of trust, someone they were comfortable with, someone they were used to. And here's the truth in this text, and I believe it's the truth for our lives, that the next step for these people were so big and so vital that God needed uh, Joshua to know that he needed to trust God and God alone. See, the people of Israel had been gotten so used to not trusting God, but trusting Moses. They didn't need to hear from God. They trusted Moses. And in this transition, God says, listen, what you're about to face, these giants, these battles, these promises, I need you to know, Israel, that you can trust me and me alone. Moses represented trust, things that they were used to. I, I realize as I read this that I'm talking to somebody today that this next season of your life you're going into, you're navigating transition. Maybe it's relationships. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's a life direction where there's a big change where you're navigating uh, life looking different in this year. Maybe it's finances. And as you navigate this season, God wants you to know there are things you have relied on in the past that aren't bad, but God wants you to know you can trust him. Promised land opportunity is realized when you walk away from desert-like thinking. See, these people thought like desert-like thinking, but God says, no, no, Promised land opportunity, you've got to trust me. You can only walk into one thing when you're willing to walk away from another. They were getting ready to walk into a promise, walk into a new season. And they had to walk away from something to walk into another. Listen, what God brings you into is determine what you're willing to walk away from. In this climate we're in, isn't it amazing how things that we trusted in a week ago aren't here right now? Isn't it amazing how easily as a church that we're a, a pack in and pack out and set up and tear down church that that was crazy when we started and it's a lot of work and it's fun and, and it was nervous. But now after two and a half years, we kind of got used to that. And what we were relying on a week ago, we're not relying on in this season. It's interesting when you, the convenience of I can buy this on Amazon or I can go to this store and it's going to be there. What we trusted on Amazon Prime a week ago, you might not be able to trust in today. I want to remind you that you can't separate faith from trust. You can't. We're people of faith. But you can't separate faith from trust. A friend of mine uh, I was talking to this week, and he made this comment that I've been thinking about in this season. And he said this. He said, the opposite of faith isn't fear. 
Sometimes people say, you gotta, you're going through some fear, you're going through some turmoil, you're, you're doubting. And we think that the opposite of faith is fear or doubt. The opposite of faith is not fear, it's certainty. Think about that. The opposite of faith is certainty. If something is predictable and certain, you don't need faith. That's why they call the leap of faith, because you don't know how it's going to go. Some of you are applying for that job, or maybe you're taking that leap into a relationship commitment, and you're like, I don't know if it's going to be reciprocated. I don't know if I'm going to land on my feet. I don't know if this move is going to go well. The opposite of faith is certainty. If there's ever a season we are in, it is uncertainty. We're navigating how much of this is real, how much of this is hype, how much of this is overblown. Is there a real threat to my family, my health, my job? The opposite of faith is certainty. In this season of uncertainty, God wants to remind you, church, that we can have faith. We can trust God. Joshua and his people started trusting the blessings more than the blesser. See, Moses was the blessing. Moses helped provide water and food and direction. And so many times, the longer you're in this, in a walk of faith, it's easier in to trust what God has done for you than who he is. There's seasons in my life, in Nancy's life, and as a church, man, we didn't know if we were going to have people show up. I remember the first Sunday, we were just talking about it. This feels like we're relaunching in some ways. Is anybody going to show up? What's going to happen? But the longer you're in this, you start trusting more in the blessing than the blesser. God wanted Israel to know, listen, I'm going to bless you, but your trust is not in what I've done for you. It's who I am. There was a time that you trusted him, church. Trusted God before you got that job. Your trust isn't in that job. Remember that time? Coming there to college, maybe, coming, move into a certain city, and you trusted him before you got that job. You trusted him before you had that relationship. You trusted him before you had that opportunity I want to remind you today that our hope and our trust is not in the blessings of God, but in the blesser who is God. Our trust is in him. Many times we trust the blessings more than we trust the blesser. And God wants to remind you today, you reminded Israel, listen, Moses is gone. The blessings I gave you, the things that you put your trust in, I want to remind you today that I am your source. Seasons will change. People will come and go. Opportunities will fade. But God never changes. I want to encourage you today, church, that no matter what season you're in, God will outlast that relationship, that job, that opportunity, that culture. We can trust God today. Let me read a couple of verses about how we can trust God. Psalm 9, verse 10, says it this way in the New uh, International Version. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. We can trust in him. Psalm 20, verse 7. Some trust in chariots which represents things you can build. You can build chariots. Sometimes we trust more in our LinkedIn page. We trust more in our contacts in our phone. We trust more in um, the business we built or even the church we've built. It says some trust in things they've built. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. Horses represent things you can train. You can train a horse. And sometimes we put more trust in our training, our education, things that we've learned. It says some trust in chariots, Some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. We can trust in God today. John 14, 1, Jesus is speaking here, and he said this, Do not let your hearts be troubled. That is so good today. If there's anything our culture is going through, is that their hearts are troubled. He said, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe, another word is trust. 
You believe in God. You trust in God. And it says, believe or trust in me also. We can trust in Jesus. We can believe in Jesus that in these times he will help us, he will direct us, and he will protect us. Amen. God wants you to be trust in him alone. Joshua 12, 1 to 5. Joshua 1, chapter 1, verses 2 to 5. God clearly states where he wants Joshua to put his trust. Can you imagine this? A young leader, the leader that he followed, that he trusted, is now gone. He went for that hike, and he never came back. And in the very first uh, five verses, God over and over makes it very clear where he wants his trust. Let me read a couple of them. It says, I, God is speaking, I have given you. It says, I will be with you. It says, I will not fail you. It says, be strong and courageous. Multiple times, he says, I swore to your ancestors that I would give them. He says, be strong and courageous. And then he finishes and says, I am with you wherever you go. Church, I want to remind you in this season that we can trust God, that he is for us today. Let me ask you today, behind your screens, and your TVs and laptops, whether you're watching this live or you're watching this later on, where do you need to trust Jesus today? Where do you feel uncertain? Where do you feel like the things that you relied on a week ago are now shaken and gone? Where are the things that maybe that you put your hope in and your security in? Maybe it's a stock market. Maybe it's in, it's in services in our city. Where were you relying a week ago, but now it's where we need to trust Jesus? In this climate of illness and fear, do you need to trust Jesus there today? In this, maybe that's not, that has your word. You're like, I'm not worried about this. There's no confirmed cases in Nova Scotia as of this broadcast, but, but I'm not worried about that. I'm healthy. I, I, I'm young. I'm, I'm not worried about that. I'm, that's not my fear. Everybody's freaking out. Maybe that's not your fear today. Maybe that's not it, but maybe what has you worried is direction. Maybe you're thinking, I don't know what's next. Uh, I, can't, I, I don't know if that person's going to reciprocate in this relationship. I don't know if there's going to be a job in my field. I don't know if I need to move to another city. I don't know if I should take that course or take that, that promotion. Maybe it's direction in this climate. You're not thinking about an illness or a virus. You're thinking about direction. That's where God wants you to trust him today. Maybe it's not there. Maybe it's your finances and job. Maybe you're sitting there going, I don't know if we're going to make it through this season. Maybe that's where you need to trust Jesus today. I want to remind you that you've trusted God with your eternity. We've trusted God to forgive us for our sin, to wash us clean, to make sure our eternity is set and we have purpose. We've trusted God with our eternity, but sometimes we won't trust him with our health, our future, our relationships, and our finances. Church, if you can trust him with your spirit, if you can trust him with your past, and you can trust him with your eternity, you can trust him with your today. You can trust him today. He is trustworthy. Joshua 1.9, he says, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Church, we can be courageous today. We can have strength in uncertain times. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Church, don't be afraid today. We're going to be wise. We're going to make good decisions. Don't need to be afraid today. Don't be discouraged Today, we're, you can borrow our courage today. It's going to be all right. God is with us. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wherever you're watching this, God is with you. The result of trusting God, the Bible says, is strength and courage. When you trust in God today, you can feel strength today. You can feel courage today. 
Jericho wins start with Jordan River waiting. Today, you're going to wade into a level of trust today. There are wins coming for you this year, but it starts with taking one step going, I follow God in this moment. I may not have the blessings I had last week, but I still have the blesser. And what God has for you is determined what you do today. You can trust him. Just make a step today, church. Make a step and trust him. Today, I want to pray as we get ready to close. I just want to pray for a couple of you. Where are you battling today with fear? Relationships, maybe direction, maybe finances. Those are the issues that maybe you have trust issues in. Today, you can trust God and step out. Can I pray for you today? If you just bow your head for a moment, I believe even right now, strength and courage. The Holy Spirit, he's called our comforter. And today I believe in this uncomfortable time, unpredictable time that we can have comfort and feel real courage today. Let me pray for you. If that's you today, you say, I'm dealing with some fear in my life. It might be this virus. It might be your job. It might be direction. Today, if that's you, I want to pray for you. Come on, let's pray. Father, I thank you. You are with us right now. God, you promise in your word to never leave us or deny us or forsake us. And God, you said if we trust you, that you will give us direction and you'll give us courage and strength. Father, I pray right now in this climate of fear that we would not be those that react out of fear, but respond out of faith. In these uncertain times, we have faith. In these fearful times, we have courage. In this time of weakness in infrastructure and finances and health and government, we have strength. Father, I speak courage today. Holy Spirit, would you just again fill us with courage? I pray right now, courage would overcome our families. The atmosphere in our offices, our cars, and our homes would change even right now. I speak courage in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you're watching this, you're like, Mike, uh, I tuned in. Someone, one of my friends shared this on Facebook, or I stumbled upon this. I don't know Jesus Christ. I know about church, I know about God, but I don't, I don't know Jesus. The Bible says that you can know Jesus. It says who can be saved? Who can have that relationship? It says if you confess with your mouth, which means you say, no, no, I need him. And if you believe in your heart, you trust in your heart, a miracle happens. The Bible says that you have new life. Today, we want to give an opportunity to pray for you. It's not about joining a church. If you're from another province or another uh, 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 city or even state or country, if you would message us, we can find a church close by for you to plug into. It's not about joining a church, but it's about joining to God. We want to pray for you today. If you say this simple prayer with me today, a miracle happens. You don't need to be alone. God is with you. You may be in self-quarantine or isolation, or maybe you're in a crowd, but you still feel alone. God says he is with you from this moment forward. If you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that he is God, he is Lord, he is master, he is leading you, a miracle happens. If you want to pray that prayer today, this may sound silly behind your phone or computer, would you just raise your hand? Just raise your hand, and what you're saying is, I want heaven to cheer, I want hell to fear, this moment where I'm saying, no, no, I believe, I need God's help. Today, we're going to pray a simple prayer. Would you pray this with me? And we're going to believe a miracle is going to happen. Lord Jesus, I thank you for those, even right now, put their hand up all over our city and all over our world. What we're saying is we don't have all the answers, but we believe that you're God, that you made us, you want to save us, and you want to lead us. God, we believe in our heart, and we say today, help us. Would you come in and restore relationship? Would you forgive me for my past? Would you make my future make sense? And would you lead me today? Jesus, come into my life. Come into my heart and lead me from this point on. In the name of Jesus Christ, 
If you believe that, say amen. We do us a favor. If you, if you prayed that prayer today for the first time, you're going to see a slide come up. Will you connect faith to this number just so we can partner with you in this journey? No matter where you are, we can just give you some resources and help celebrate with you and connect with you as you start this journey. Text the word faith to our number you'll see on the screen so we can connect with you and celebrate that you're no longer alone, that the God that made you is with you, and now you can be filled with strength and courage. Amen. God bless you. We're going to worship today at a response to what we just heard about faith, about trust, and about courage. Let's worship together and let the God that made you, the God that's with you, fill you with peace today.